Well, hello, everybody. Um, thank you for coming today. And thank you, Timing Research, for inviting me back for Women Teach Trading. Um, it's always fun for me to present information to traders there, there is, that are trying to kind of wade through the vast amount of information that is out there and trying to put together something for trading. And that is exactly what trading requires. It does require focus and uh, really uh, deciding on studying a method um, that you will end up knowing like the back of your hand and that takes some time. But whatever you use for trading is probably gonna require, if you're using charts, you've gotta learn some technical analysis um, with it. Uh, I am a chartered market technician and uh, so I know a whole bunch about technical analysis. Uh, and I've just been in and studying the markets for over 25 years now. So today I am going to um, share with you and I hope um, kind of show you um, harmonic trading patterns as they're kind of commonly called right now. And there are particular um, patterns by name that some of you might be familiar with. One's the AB equals CD. There's a, uh, the Gartley 222 pattern, uh, the butterfly pattern. Uh, and these particular patterns actually go way back as far as technical analysis goes. But the names of those patterns are actually credited to Larry Pasavento, who uh, was one of the first traders to really start to educate um, you know, the masses of traders about harmonic swings, really introducing Fibonacci numbers into um, an environment that kind of looked at them as uh, tea leaves and not really credible. But now these things are found on just about every software package that, uh, that, you, that you have. Uh, so they have become integrated into what we do as technical analysts. And I can tell you from being um, a chartered market technician, having the CMT designation, that um, it's also incorporated into some of that course curriculum. So um, I like to keep things simple, but sometimes getting too simple does require, again, some study and some commitment and focus. Um, but what I'm going to show you today is we're going to focus on um, what the market does, uh, three things that it does. And then we're going to be looking at um, some charts. I'm going to go to my live charts after we get through uh, some of our um, PowerPoint. I'm just going to show you some PowerPoint so we can get a basic foundation so that when we go to the live charts, um, hopefully things will come together. I'm just showing you this right now because I know some of you nod off and some of you have to leave. But if this is something that does feel like it's something that you do want to study, I've got two different offers and you can come back and look at these slides. You're welcome to email me two different things. One's the introductory course, which is quite full on teaching you the, the structures of these patterns. And then this course is really a full course that brings you through everything, including trade management and creating a trade plan. But we'll get back um, to these things at the end if we have time. Okay, so let's get started with what, you know, what is a harmonic. Um, Pythagoras, he was a mathematician, 
Uh, he lived from 570 BC to 495 BC. And his students believed everything was essentially harmonic and everything was related um, with mathematics. And that's how they could understand nature and the world around them. And if we kind of think about that with the markets and we look at this chart that, um, that I have up, um, it's showing us these wavelengths here. And it's using a guitar uh, as an example. And here it says the first for the first harmonic of a guitar string, the length of the wave is twice the length of the string. And then over here, the third harmonic of a guitar string, there are three halves of a wave within the length of the string. Now, what I really want you to notice is the proportions of the string length to the wavelength and also over here, how this is divided, because we're going to be seeing these proportions quite a bit on price charts. And th this is uh, proportions that uh, repeat all the time in market swings. Uh, and these are what begin to form the trading patterns, which are our opportunities in trading. So that's sort of what it looks like there when you divide it up. So the markets really do only one of three things. They, they move up, and this is an illustration of um, expansion with small contractions on the retracements. And then the next chart here is showing us that the market moves down. So this is an example, again, of expansion to the downside. And then you notice that the retracements are contracting. So you have expansion on these downswings, and then these little corrections are contracting. So if you think of that guitar string, we can already kind of see those proportions. So if you look like from this high to this low, and then from this high to this low, that's pretty much the proportion of the illustration that was on the right-hand side. They also move sideways. And um, this, I, I personally love finding uh, charts that are in some type of sideways consolidation. I think some of the best opportunities come out of these types of formations. But generally, these will be defined with uh, wide. They'll start out with kind of wide swings up and down, and price pretty much goes nowhere. Uh, and this is a, a form of coiling in the market. So I think of it as the market is coiling, storing energy, and eventually that energy will be released uh, either to the upside or the downside. So it's a period really of sort of indecision in the market. Whenever the market has um, indecision, it generally will resolve it with either the bulls or the bears taking control of the direction. And that decides that indecision. Now, I just want to get one thing out of the way before we go any further. Um, nothing has changed with uh, price behavior in, since we've been using technical analysis on charts. And just to illustrate that, this is a chart from a book that I have from 1922. Uh, by uh, W.P. Hamilton. He worked with Charles Dow and he took over as the editor for the Wall Street Journal and his book Barometer of the Stock Market expanded on Charles Dow's ideas. And so we can see from this 
chart of US steel from over 100 years ago, we can see the market moves down, it moves up, kind of a sideways pattern, down, up, contraction, up, kind of sideways. This is a very extended period of the market, sort of a little bit of a downward bias, but not really going anywhere. And then a huge expansion to the upside um, that was just around the 1929 crash. And then the move started to to move down. So if we look at a chart from our current times, this is a chart of U.S. steel. That was U.S. steel that I just showed you. And look at how remarkably the price um, movement is the same. So in my mind, instead of trying to invent the wheel, just understand the wheel that is here and is here every single day no matter what time frame you open up, um, this is what the market does. So I think that it's important to understand and that way you can start to build your trading approach and your trading plan based on this very simple process that the market has. Now, a harmonic in, in the markets or um, actually in anything, could be music and could be a windstorm, anything, um, are really vibrations. And in the market, it's vibrations in price swings. And we can think of that as a ripple effect, uh, like when you drop an object into a pool of water. Um, and both ranges in trending types of moves, which are different environments, they, they both have uh, kind of a ripple effect. Uh, and the, the ripple effect is going to start always on the smallest time frame. And sometimes it doesn't always work out to the largest time frame. Sometimes it's just a ripple in that short time frame environment. So an example of that might be that overall the market is in a let's say an uptrend on the longer time frames, but there's a day where there's a downtrend within the primary uptrend. So that would be a smaller kind of ripple within a larger uh, trend that's in progress. So it's it's important to understand which environment you're in. So um, again, sometimes only that intraday time frame or frames will expand, but not move out to those longer time frames. But it is important to understand that it is the smallest time frames first. Uh, so it could also be an indication uh, sometimes when that happens as well that the market might be getting ready to change trend, but the trader has to be astute at being able to read um, the momentum ripples that are happening. Sometimes a longer um, time frame might show kind of a short-term ripple. And I'll show you a chart example of that in just a minute where there might be a large ripple that was caused by a news announcement or economic announcement. Uh, something unexpected happened in the market and it will cause a very large movement in a very short time, but then it will kind of go back to an equilibrium point. But um, when we're in those coiling environments, when the market comes out of those, we want to sort of gauge how large of a rock uh, was dropped into that pool, so so to speak. So the vibrations, so I was just mentioning, so then small time frames, they can be small, you know, ripples uh, to medium size ripples. And uh, sometimes we can see that the, um, uh, oops, sorry. 
we can see that in this chart, we see the ripples just up, down, up, down, up, down, but not really going anywhere. So that's starting to form a type of a range. And here is um, a type of vibration that was very sudden. Um, this was an extreme move up following an FOMC announcement that had unexpected um, news in it. And it was uh, in the bond market that moved over full, a full two-point move in just a matter, matter of minutes. And so many times, um, many times when we look at a chart like this, um, then we can think, well, this looks pretty random because of the upswings, downswings, and not really, really going anywhere. If we look at over here on the far right, we're kind of where these closes are. And if we just go across here, it really, price really hasn't gone anywhere with all the middle of this. So it might seem chaotic at first with no order or trend to do it to it. But let's see if we can add with adding some harmonics to it, add some order to it. So if you can um, use just a simple cloned line, which all of the charting softwares will provide that you don't need any particular fancy uh, software uh, for for doing these exercises or even for drawing in the patterns um, that I'll show you. You can just go to the charts that you use, go through you know different time frames, and you want to be looking for the repetitive swings. So here the blue lines are showing the repetitiveness of the size of the length of the swings to the upside. And so there were you know a few, uh, that we're repeating. This one came up here, then had a gap. It had a little bit of an extension, probably by the Fibonacci ratio 1.27, which means it's the length of this uh, plus uh, 27% added onto it. And I'll show you more about that in just a minute. But we can see within these swings, look at the contraction. So remember from our guitar string, you know, that's the proportions that we're looking at. And these are repeating all of the time. And these are what form just about any classical uh, chart pattern, not just the ones I'm going to show you, but any chart pattern is formed by some type of harmonic vibrations in the market. So again, um, we have sort of a random look over here on the left, and then we can add some order to that. I mean, and look how, how beautifully, and these, when I go to do presentations and I find charts, I just open a chart and it's always there. It's not like I spend hours trying to look for just the right thing. It's just always there because it's always uh, occurring in the the monics. So this particular example, these are very harmonic. You see, you know, very close to the exact same uh, swing size occurring. So back to going back a hundred years or so again. Uh, I just want to show you that. Um, from Peter Hamilton's uh, book from 1922. This is um, a chart that was in there. Um, it's really, and now I have to, because it's a very old book, so I have to very carefully unfold it. It's like in, it's like three, 
unfolds three times and uh, very carefully take a copy of it. But this chart is from 1897 to 1925. And again, look at the swings, look at the same harmonics, look at the down swings, this high to low, 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 and so and so on. And, um, and we can look down below and see the same, you know, the same thing. And then we see the contracting um, parts of these primary swings in the market. So our analysis um, by studying this um, is going to help us to, let me add some, let me add a few lines to this. I think I got them all. Um, this is a, a nifty 50 a stock and I just pulled this up also at random, but this illustrates that it, it doesn't matter what market or time frame, and the principles of the price movement and patterns, you know, that form with it are the same. Uh, so um, again, you can easily go to your charts and start to find these um, harmonic repetitive uh, swings that are occurring. These swings are, are showing us um, the, uh, that the dollar amount is um, just about $14 on all of the upswings. So all of the lows to the high, low to the high, low to high, low to high, all about the same dollar amount. So an example uh, that on this Google chart of harmonics, so we can see that we have this large swing to the downside. There's a retracement leg and then another swing of about equal size to the downside. And within this larger uh, retracement swing, we can see some smaller swings also. So these, this is forming what's called the ABCD pattern. And even the one in the dash line is also an ABCD um, pattern as well. And these are trading patterns, and this is how harmonics and um, harmonic vibrations, swing sizes, can give us trading opportunities in the mar market. So I listed out here some of the advantages to learning and understanding this, but adds order to chaotic swings. Sometimes when the market just seems like it goes crazy, um, a lot of traders are like, what is happening? If you understand these harmonics, you are, you are never going to have a day where you go, what is happening? Because you're following the swings and you're understanding the, um, the market structure or change in market structure is going to help you tremendously. So you can determine the, the market structure and environment. And of course it forms uh, trade setups. And from there, that's gonna help you. These also are gonna help you develop trading plans that are gonna give you entry areas, stop loss areas, exit strategies. And you'll, you'll learn to understand the differences between ranges and trends, because there's a big difference between ranges and trends. It's also um, important to note that um, you'll learn uh, clues, uh, especially if you are interested in that longer course, you're gonna learn about um, how to identify when a market is coming out of a range and into a trending environment. Okay, so another, here's the S&P 500. Uh, S&P is a great trading market, especially for intraday traders or swing traders, is there, there are really, um, just beautiful repeating swings all of the time that forms pattern. I'll show you uh, an example just from today. So, whoops, wrong way. So here, this is just illustrating 
these are almost exactly the same amount of points up in the swings and look at the retracements, almost the same, exactly the same in points. Um, so that is something that you want to be learning. In this example, um, remember our guitar string, the first harmonic. Um, so that could be represented by our primary uh, swing, the largest swing, and then the smaller harmonics uh, kind of as part, part of the larger swings or making up these larger swings. So here we have um, a swing, this blue line from low to high, and that actually repeats from this low to high, but we can kind of break that into two parts here, up a little bit of a pullback and back up. Well, we can take that move and we can clone it and we can find uh, that same move with one, two, three of them making up one large swing here, two making up this swing. And then you can see these smaller swings ending uh, right about uh, where that smaller uh, harmonic, or should we just call it a smaller guitar string? I kind of like that. I'm learning to play guitar kind of slowly. But uh, anyway, so I like to think of it that way. So the red line, so that's the largest swing there, and there it is repeating. So I hope that starts to give you some sense of you know how you can kind of break down um, these swings. And there's the blue one repeating. Now this chart of the S&P uh, 500, this is on a 90-minute chart, so it's an intraday chart. But if we're working with the upswings on this chart, the primary swing in green, that's showing us the expanding, and then the secondaries in the multi-colors, and then some of the smaller ones, uh, harmonics are in the orange. Now the, the Fib Fibonacci extensions that I told you about, the 1.27, I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with the 1.618, maybe even the 1.27. But if you're not, you really should get to know them and let them be your friends in trading because these are uh, Fibonacci extension ratios that are occurring all over the place. Um, and so some of these swings expand by these ratios. Um, so let's take a look at that. So here's our the blue one. So not quite the primary bigger one, uh, but this blue swing that repeats. If we set it down over here on this swing, and if we add a 1.61 extension, so we're taking the length of this swing, we multiply it by 1.618 and we add it to the low of that swing, it brings it right up exactly to the high of that swing. Then you have a retracement there. And then this, this size swing repeats again, and it repeats here. And then uh, over here, this, um, this harmonic is also uh, working. Generally, a lot of times when swings are kind of getting ready, to, um, to end, like especially a larger swing, many times you'll start to see those small harmonics uh, start to sort of, you know, show up. So here's example one here, retracement, and then back up, and that ends that swing. And then over, over here, the size of this blue one, again, um, if we add the one to seven uh, extension ratio to it, it comes right in to this high, 
And this smaller one here, adding the 1618, comes right into that high as well. Then we can also take like swing highs to low, and we can do that extension. This extension from this high to low would be just almost exactly a 1.27 as well. So you might, you know, when you either, you know, play back this recording, you, you can take a, you know, screenshot of this and kind of use it as a study guide um, as you're kind of going through your own, your own charts. Okay, well, there's my arrows. Well, now you know what I was pointing out. <laughs> okay. So the um, harmonic um, numbers. So first of all, this is a, a fractal phenomena that occurs in all markets and on all time frames. If you're on a one minute chart, you're on a 60 minute chart, a daily, weekly, monthly, and you know, um, quarterly, whatever time frame you're on, these same principles are going to be occurring. Uh, so um, I'll, I won't read through all of this here, but here's an exercise that you can do because a lot of these slides are excerpt from the 12 hour course. Um, and so in that course, I have some exercises that I put in there for traders. So if you take the time for, you know, if you trade a lot of different markets, just pick one, pick your favorite market. And then start to track the swings daily. You can do it on a, I think an intraday chart is a good way to start. A 5, 15, 30 minute chart, whatever you like. And then you're going to start to see the recurring repetitions. You're going to find those primary um, uh, swing sizes. And then you'll see the contractions and then the expansions uh, with it. The, um, the examples, the master chart tips, that's in the, in the course where I go to my live charts and show you all this stuff. So, um, it's going to help you analyze the current market environment, again, with trading setups and your trade plan strategies, entries, exits, and risk management. I think that actually, okay, sorry about that. <laughs> okay, so um, we are now, I'm going to come back, I'm going to come back to this course, um, but I'm going to go to my live charts uh, right now so that we can go, we have some time to go through some of these uh, some of these charts. So let's start here with, um, I'll just start up at the top and uh, start with Adobe up here. So we don't need these. And this is one thing that I really um, uh, try to encourage um, trading you know, when learning trading, learning chart behavior is just start with pure price. Don't worry about uh, indicators. Um, my, my rule of thumb with indicators is you have to be able to define um, either how any particular indicator on your chart helps you make more money or helps you lose less money. And if you can't quite define that, then you might want to kind of rethink that indicator and also study the indicator. Who, who created it? What's the construction of that indicator? So you fully understand it when you actually plop it onto, onto your chart. Um, and I think it's more helpful to learn pure price and patterns first. Then you'll understand how that indicator either helps you or not um, in your actual trading. So here we have a, an example here from Adobe, where Adobe came, you know, down from the highs, had a big, uh, big downtrend, and then uh, made a low down here. Started to base. And then created, here's a classical, you know, chart pattern ranging almost a 
almost a, a wedge triangle type of a pattern. But you can see that the, the price went nowhere. It swings up, swings down, swings up, and swings down. And when you see this type of price activity, and if you get good at it, you're gonna you're gonna start to recognize it really early. The earlier you can recognize it, the better, because then you can start to draw some trend lines around what you're seeing. Sometimes, depending on what the price does, you might have to adjust the trend line up or down, or maybe uh, similar, but not quite what it looked like starting out pattern might might start to form and you just follow it and get your trend lines around it. I like to use with these types of patterns, I like to use center trend line with it. I usually just sort of eyeball it. It's probably right about the, the center. It's double, probably fairly close, I think. So there's the 50% on the black line there. Move that down just a bit. So what tends to happen, whoops, I took off the wrong line. That's okay. We'll put it back. What tends to happen when you find that center line of the of the pattern is that you're, you're going to be able to see where the price spends a lot of time trading. So here we can see these swings up and down around that center line, just a little bit down. And you can see how the market comes up in test, test back down towards the bottom of the pattern that's forming up, back down, and again, test back up, little gap through it, nope, come right back up again. And so it's really forming a coil in here. And eventually the price is going to move away from that center, that center line. So again, if you get really good at this, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes you using some other tools, you can um, anticipate the, the direction of the breakout a little bit early. That not all the time, but sometimes there'll be a clear indication. So on Adobe, you can see the swings. Look at look at how harmonic these swings are. You know, this size, this size, this size, they're all almost the same. And then same with the downswings, downswing, downswing, downswing. And so now we start to get the contraction. See how these swings are getting smaller in here and now they're getting really small. Well, that's indicating that the market is really getting ready to break out. And so Adobe has the breakout out of this pattern. This pattern, you can do a type of measured um, price target. So you can measure the height of the pattern and depending on the direction of the breakout, you project from where the breakout is, project that height to the upside. And so you can see that Adobe got there, skid a little bit past it, uh, and now it's coming back down. So it's now there's not really any pattern right now in Adobe. But we can see here a lot of times when you get up to, remember what I said, a lot of times when the market's uh, getting up towards the end of a, a swing, you'll start to see some of the smaller contracting swings. So here's an example of that where you've got a you know, swing to the upside, we have a little bit of a pullback that, you know, says there's still some strength, comes up, tests that high there, but look at the pullback. So the pullback is getting a little bit bigger now. This one out of this gap, very small contracting pullback, and then expansion to the upside. We have a little contraction here, a little bit of expansion and more testing, but you can see here, See the smaller swings that are happening on there? We've got this little swing here, 
I'm just going to clone the line and drop it over. And this little swing here, these are what I call ending swings. They kind of form these smaller ABCD patterns at the ends of the swings. And then the market rolls over. And notice the long bars that start to form to the downside. You don't see anything that long, you know, just looking back at this recent history and that in that uptrend. So um, I think I've always found this to be very helpful. It's part of a process uh, many times where swings, swings will end that way. So also, if you trade um, the particular assets that you trade, whether the stocks, ETFs, uh, whatever they are, sometimes you're going to find some symbols that really just all these swings are popping out at you. So when I was um, getting some charts, I opened up uh, ALK, it's a daily chart of Alaska Airlines. Uh, we can see this process here. Here's a ranging down here, this is the ABCD pattern. Now, because this ABCD, we have a swing down, retracement up, and a swing down. These legs, AB and CD, are about equal, and that's contained within this previous swing. So that is uh, labeled a Gartley buy, not just an ABCD. And um, a Gartley buy pattern is a retest of a recent low. A Gartley sell pattern. Um, classically will be a retest of a recent high. Uh, and this, again, this pattern was actually explained in um, H.M. Gartley's classic book, uh, Profits in the Stock Market from 1935. Uh, he didn't, he never named this Gartley. He never used the word uh, Gartley on this, um, on this uh, pattern. Uh, that was Larry Pasavento that named the pattern many years later from studying Gartley's work. Gartley was describing a retracement pattern in a new trend. And so this is a classic example of a market coming from a downtrend and then turning direction and starting a new uptrend. So that's what a Gartley is. It's actually formally called a Gartley 222. That's because the description that Gartley had in his book was on page 222. However, if you get that book and you're looking for him to say a Gartley 222 pattern, you, you won't find it. <laughs> so, but here if we follow the price. Here. So this, this type of pattern can offer traders an entry, an early entry into a new trend. And again, if you have other tools to help you identify that the market is changing structure from, say, like here, a downtrend to an uptrend, that's extremely helpful to know, um, you know, that now you, you, you're not... Um, going to be able to always anticipate this type of a move with it. But if you um, are anticipating some type of a trending move, that's going to help you in the tactics that you use in your trading. So after this breakout, this is from the 2000, March 2020 lows. And then notice how here we have the classic ranging um, pattern. And within that pattern, uh, many times as the market tests up and down, many times it'll form ABCD buy patterns. So here's an A, B, C, and a D. So those legs are just about uh, equal on that. And if we take that pattern and we draw in a center line like this, 
I just eyeballed that. I'm not going to measure it. I think it's close enough. Um, but we can see, look at all of the testing around this price level. Um, look at how market now comes back and starts coiling around um, that price level. You know, retest up to the high of the range and uh, back down a little gap through it. But look what it does. It comes back up. It's like it's hugging it. And then there's a gap um, to the to the upside signaling that the breakout is to the upside in this case. And again, you have this bar, then you have a, a nice, you have the gap up, little test back down, and then you have you know a nice candle coming to the uh, upside in the trend. So again, back uh, back here, you know, as the market gets up to a high after this, you know, nice rally to the upside, uh, you can see those contractions. So we have this this swing, let me draw them in. We have this first swing up, just clone that. And then here's some little contracting, a pausing phase. Now, if we take this, this probably is close to being a one to seven extension of the length of that swing, just, just about, just within a few cents of it. But notice how when it starts to get to the top, we start to see these kind of contracting swings start to happen again. So we can even draw trend lines around that, you know, something like this. This one actually is a little bit, we would really want to take that second. I think there's a couple places for a trend line. Um, I think we could even use a horizontal trend line on this. See this little correction here, and we can draw that straight across. Um, but notice how even with this trend line, oops, I'm just a little bit off with that. Ralph Akampori, if you're out there, if you ever see this, I'm going to change this just for you because he would just be going, the trend line's wrong. But notice how with this, even with this, notice this trend line, what price did. This little break through the trend line retests down here to where the horizontal support is and then back up kind of testing testing it again, and then finally breaks that. Um, and so there were a lot of clues uh, in here that this market might be ready for a turn of uh, direction. So from here, we can, you know, start to see where some of the downswings are. So I'll just clone this one. And I see it over here, right here. Now this one where the ABCD pattern is, just about just a little bit different, but that's pretty darn close. So here's uh, the market gets a little tired, gets down to the 0.50 retracement, ABCD buy pattern, and gets a retracement to the upside, which forms this ABCD, whoops, hook that on there, ABCD sell pattern. So you'll find that again, you find charts like this, and it's like one, you know, one series of swings leads to another series of swings. Um, and here we see, again, we see that down primary length coming in here. And when you get uh, lengths that are not quite, we did, we showed you the extension of it, but you also get lengths that are contraction of that primary swing. So this one looks like it's about 50%. Of, of that swing. And then this one over here, see if I can pick that line up. This one looks like closer to the 382.382 fib retracement. So right now, um, this particular symbol uh, has formed an ABCD uh, 
cell pattern. Now, something that I want to point out with this pattern, this is something that you'll learn in either, either of the courses, either the introduction introductory one or the, the full 12-hour course, is notice the slope and angle of this. Now that line's a little hard to see, but I'm going to clone it and I'm going to drop it over here. Notice the difference um, between the slope and the angle. Notice the price, how steep that is compared to the first leg. Well, this can tell you right away, if you study how price comes out of that CD leg, you can see right away that there's steepness to it, where this one just kind of, you know, meandered back and forth, up a little down, up a little down, up a little down, a very orderly fast fashion. Here's an ABCD by part um, pattern that formed on the uh, B to C leg. And then the market turned up from there to form the C to D leg. But many times when this happens, that can be a warning sign. Um, and it's generally going to be interpreted as either the market needs a bit more time to fill out, uh, which is, it looks like what happened with um, this one. It needed a little more time. Sometimes it'll go sideways around the 1.0, but a lot of times the CD leg can extend by a 1.27 or 1.618. We, we're just ignoring there. That was actually working with a student on, on something with this. So we'll ignore that green one up there. Um, and so if you see that, sometimes it takes a little more uh, time for the market to fill out. In this case, we can see also, we can see that same kind of process up here where it could be a small A, B, C, D right around the end of that swing. They're coming right in to the, the 127, which this particular pattern has a fairly high percentage of uh, extending to the 127. And then it also was right around our 618 uh, Fibonacci retracement on that. Okay, let's see if we can get a couple of more charts in. Which one do I want right now? Let's take a look at, okay, I'm gonna take a look. I'm not sure I'm gonna have time for all of them. So let's take a look at the S&P intraday. So I'll just show you the pattern that formed um, today. So this is a, 7,000 tick chart. So this, these bars are formed by the amount of ticks. So it takes 7,000 up ticks or down ticks to form each bar. Um, they're not time related uh, like bar charts are. Um, so um, they're formed uh, differently, but I find them helpful, especially on the S&P and being able to identify some swings that sometimes don't show up as clearly on regular charts. Uh, but you can mimic these if you put Globex on, say, like a five-minute chart, have your Globex on it, and that will pretty much mimic um, what we see here. But yesterday, the market came up to um, you know high up here, and then we've had this move to the downside. So today, um, not, not far off the open, a little bit into the trading day, the market had a sharp move down. And here it was, all of a sudden the market opened and it had this little, you know, just up down. This is like a little teeny coil right in here off of the open. And then you can see those long bars uh, coming down. And so this was a retracement pattern of that down move. Put the fib on there. And again, this one 
to the point 618. It did not extend to the, the 127 on that, uh, but then the market has declined, had a little move again to the uh, upside, a little correction, and then back back down again. But let's take a look. So this is this is a pattern that uh, repeats frequently on the S&P, but let's take a look at seeing some similarity in the swing sizes. Now this is also capturing the slope, uh, slope and angle. We could do it, let's do this one vertically since there's some differences in the slope and angle. So I'm just gonna kinda, it looks about right. So I'll clone this. So that's about the length of the move. So if we put that there, let's see if we get a fib ratio. So extends very close to the 127. Um, in between the 127 and 1618, there is the um, extension ratio of 1.414. So it looks to me like this one was right, right in the middle there, and that's where that ratio is. It I don't keep it on my chart uh, just because um, I use these ones primarily, but I just know when it's in between, that's what the that's what the ratio is. So let's take a look at this one, the next swing down. And that swing is almost identical to this first one. And it looks like this swing here, just a little bit, that's probably a 127 extension on there, right to there. So I hope that's giving you an idea of uh, how you can kind of be using, using these. So let's take a look now. Let's fix this one over here. Let's take a look at Amazon. Amazon has had some problems uh, as far as the stock concerned. My, my deliveries and packages are still showing up on time. So I'm still happy with Amazon. But um, let's take a look here. So let's kind of go back with what we've, what we've talked about today about that process. Of, here's a you can see here, here's a coiling process, this pattern right down here, let me kind of bring this over and sp spread it out a little bit. You see this here, how this made this low here, this is called a three drive pattern, one, two, three drives. And it's not a pattern that is really talked about a lot. Um, it, it's in the course. Um, but you can see the first drive down to the 127. And then this swing from low to high, that extends to the 1618. But we can also and do want to use this low to high to see if there's a you know corresponding fib uh, ratio with it. So you have a 127 and 1618 coming in just about the same, the same place. But with the three drives, many times because of the way they're formed, sometimes like the high of this will pop up um, above that and that that's okay. Um, but when it doesn't, sometimes we can also identify where this might end using the ABCD and you can see that one extended right to the one to seven of that pattern. So that gives us like three different ratios into one price uh, level. So there's a little trick for you. Then the market went into, you know, lots of uh, phases. Uh, here's a small range coil expansion, A, B, C, D, buy pattern, market moves to the upside, back down. So you're in, so now you know you're going into a range. Uh, and then here it really starts uh, to coil with smaller you can see how the contracting harmonics, the contracting swings. So you know that coil's getting tighter. It breaks out 
above here gives a false breakout, which a lot of breakout patterns give false breakouts because their primary purpose is to see if they can drive everybody crazy. That's what they do. Uh, they don't always just get a clean break. Sometimes they do and go. Uh, and then market came back, retested these previous lows, this range over here, and then had the real move to the upside. So you see how this gap, this was like a little inverse head and shoulder, classical um, technical analysis chart pattern, gaps just right above that trend line, holds it, and then another gap and it's off, off to the races. Then it goes into this process of this long extended. So this is from like 2020 when it went into this, into this range. So it was after the March 2020 lows, which were back here. And then the market goes into this very long consolidation phase. Well, what we know about those is that the market's going to come out of those uh, consolidation phases and they generally going to have large moves. And that's what Amazon has been doing. But I'm going to leave this one uh, to you. This is a daily Amazon and you guys can go in and sort of uh, play around and find those harmonic swings. Uh, you know, I'll find the similar length swings. And if you've got some of the Fibonacci tools, you can uh, to draw this type of pattern in without using the tool that I have, you can simply use a cloned line, you can just clone like this. So that would be the A to B, we have the B to C retracement. So I drop that onto the top of C and extend it down. And then you can do a Fibonacci retracement here from high to low and see what that ratio is. Um, you can see if this extends, looks like extended down to that low. And it only got a retracement retracement to the upside. Down here, it formed a buy pattern. Uh, it has rallied, but you can see the resistance level there. So um, I hope you found those helpful. I'd like to go back to, I think I've got my uh, member dashboard up. I do. So let me show you just a couple of things. If you really like this, let me show you what the specials are so you'll know. Um, so here, there, there's, again, two courses. And you can go to Trading Live Online. That's my website. You can also email me. It was right up at the beginning. At the very first slide, my email is on there. So the introduction to trading with pattern recognition is three and a half hours. And it's going to um, teach you the ABCD, the Gartley pattern the butterfly reversal pattern, which we didn't get to today, um, the three drive pattern, you're going to learn the structures, the correct structures, because I, I see a lot of incorrect structures um, out there. There's a lot of people teaching this now. And um, I see a lot of kind of errors in that not to not to um, get down on anybody's work, but it's just not correct. Um, but you will learn the correct way with this. So I created this course for people that sort of want to test the waters and didn't want to spend a ton of money to find out if they really like it. So um, the course is $99 on my website, but there's a $20 discount. Uh, it's actually going to come to $79.20. That's as close as I could get it in my system. But you can go through um, the uh, checkout, go find this course on the website and put this coupon code right here. You have to use capital letters and everything and um, 
that will give you that $20 discount. So for $79.20, you can really find out if you'll get value out of this. And I think that you will. So here's what's uh, included with that course. These are the, the topics. Uh, you can just start and stop wherever you like. And you also have Essentials of Trading um, ebook that I wrote with Larry Pesavento. And I'll put you uh, for a couple of months on my weekly market setups, the video that comes out um, on usually over the weekends. And I do this type of analysis. So you'll learn a lot from that as well. Then the other course is the full course. This is 12 hours of mastering trading. Uh, course teaching you all the patterns. This goes into it in depth, and um, you'll have a you know at least a couple years uh, access to this course, so you can work on this because uh, it does take take some time. Uh, it's not quick. I don't offer any quick fixes for trading here. Um, this is this is a process, and that's what I teach. Uh, you can email me as well, but this will include uh, weekly market setups to the end of August. Uh, 2023. That's going to be 23 editions uh, that you get on that. I'm going to include the introduction to trading, pattern recognition. I'm currently doing uh, workshops uh, once a month until June. Uh, those started in January. So you can join us for that. The first two that we've done are archived. You'll have access to those on the website as well. I And let me show you again from the website what's included with that course. We'll just go through this real quick. So you have, here's all the reasons why you should get it. Um, but once you get, once you get started, um, we're going to start with the history at the beginning with the history of fib ratios and the practical use for technical analysis. At the end of every single section, I did, I recorded a, what I call the master chart tips from my live charts. And it goes over all of the information that's in each section and shows you practical, real-life um, applications for that information. And then we move on. So everything is building um, up. We're not starting at the end and working back. We're starting at the beginning and working towards a goal of creating a trading plan. So here's the um, building blocks of the harmonic and repetitive swings, including more master chart tips on that. And now the ABCD pattern, notice that how many sections, one, two, three, four, five, six sections and master chart tips on this, because this pattern, this structure is so important to learn and learn it correctly that I broke it down into six uh, sections with it. And I think it makes it a little bit easier too for you to, for you to study and also for you to go back and find information when you want to restudy. And then the Gartley 222, uh, the buy and sell with the master chart tips, that powerful butterfly reversal, the highs of 2021 into 2022 butterfly reversal patterns were all over the place. And the market took a huge dive. Um, this, this pattern is one to know. The three drive that I just showed you. And then you move on to trade plans and trade management. And those, this is where you find your confidence and consistency. And I teach you some metrics um, to use with your trade plan. Uh, so that's, that's a lot of information. And now we get into trade management. So you can't even get into tra in managing trades until you've got these foundations. Um, it doesn't make sense. 
And but that's the trade management, that's the engine that fuels the patterns. The patterns are just there. It's up to the traders to develop a plan that gives them an edge so that they have a probability of success going out. So we're not looking at just one trade. We're looking at series of trades with this. Speaking of series, then I do some live trade series where I see things on my charts one day and I'll just jump in and record it and uh, post it in here uh, for you. So trade example here that was just posted last week. Uh, butterfly pattern with support resistance contracting ranges. And then here's a trade plan guide for you and a uh, PDF book. And I think I'm over my time. I can hear David practically yelling at me. Don't yell. <laughs> but anyway, so here it is again. Here's the coupon code to use with this one. If you have any questions, here's uh, my email. But thank you very much uh, for joining me today. It was my pleasure to uh, present this information to you. And I hope everybody found something that will be of use to them in their trading. Have a great day, everybody.